Welcome to the Battleground of the Gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your host today, Big Rick. And with me, I have my co-host, Fro Double G. Good morning. We have guest number one on the docket, Silent Reveries. And guest number two is a hell of a lot more special. (laughs) That's right. We have the one, the only... Blazy Bard. You don't have to do my man dirty like that. <laughs> Poor referee. No, no, it's definitely not. Blazy, you gotta try to say yo like that. Say, you gotta do a prolonged yo. Okay, alright, alright, okay. <clears throat> yo! You can't do my man dirty like that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> there Fuck. you go. That was perfect. Right. Yeah. You might steal it from me. You can't ever do it again, though. Okay, alright. That's right, that's perfect. it. That right. was my one. That was my one usage. <laughs> so, for anybody that doesn't know, that's been living under a rock and hasn't been watching Smite Game Channel for the last year or so, Blazy Bard is a SCC caster and member of the Smite Game streamer team. And are you ready for SCC to be back? Oh, I'm so ready. I'm so ready to have a whole month of uh, qualifiers and have absolutely no days off. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, I didn't I know a lot of people were streaming the qualies on Saturday. Did you uh do you have to do anything for that? So, I've been trying to keep my nose out of the streams. Um <clears throat> mainly just cuz so we are doing uh quarterfinals up through the finals uh this coming month. So um this weekend coming all the way up through till the end of march and i i know all the rosters and i've seen all the uh the teams in the brackets but i i don't want to like go in knowing too much because and this this might sound kind of counterintuitive right because i should want to know everything that i can but if i know less then i can ask my uh my chair to more and I can give them more of a more of a chance to be like, oh yeah, well this player does a lot of this, and we've seen him do this in uh, in earlier stages of the tournament. So you know that'll be fun, uh, and it, it just makes me feel a little bit more like the or- audience surrogate that I feel like the chair one caster kind of is. If that you're makes able sense. to ask like more genuine like organic questions, yeah, like, this is something I generally don't know, and I'm asking. Right, and it doesn't feel like a stage type question. It's like, it's like sure. casting joust. <laughs> I cast I, a joust. Uh, I'll, I'll be one hundred percent honest. the The joust meta exists meme um, that I kind of started during SWC was. I mean, I was being honest. Like, I genuinely didn't know joust meta was a thing until I got talking to Smithkin maybe like a day before. SWC starts, right? And I, I sent him a message. I was like, hey, so I got to do this Joust tournament uh, for SWC. And I, I realize now that I, I know nothing about Joust method. Can you, like, give me a couple uh, things? Like, what what's what's Joust all about? And he was like, yeah, well, it's just a mage and two tanks. And I was like, okay, is that, that that's it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I just not a mage and two know. tanks. They're going way off meta. Watch out for this team. <laughs> yeah i think we we were starting to play ranked joust right before swc and we had to learn all about 
that joust meta. Mm. It's funny watching Kermie's team win with the same comp every game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scylla, Fenrir, Ganesh the entire tournament, and nobody did anything to stop it. Like, yeah, like, the, people just seemed allergic to banning Fenrir, but in, in Kimi's defense, his team probably could have won with a different comp, but they just didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you already warmed up on those three because you've played them for six games, <laughs> stick with it. <laughs> right? Like, here's the thing, right? Clearly, that comp should have been feared from, from Kimi's team. But I guess everyone else in the tournament was so afraid of the, the usual suspects, you know, the, the Chang'as, the, the Guan Yu's, etc, etc, that they just still wanted to ban those characters rather than trying to target out what Kimi had found success on. And it, it kind of eliminated their need to have to adapt, which is, I mean, it's great for them, but bad for everyone else. Yeah, I've known uh, I've known Kermy for a while. He's got a a bit more in that god pool than Scylla, but nobody forced him off of it really. Mm. I think he just played that every game. It was actually surprising to see him not on the Fenrir. I think they had uh, Renjaru was playing Fenrir the entire tournament. But that that Joust tournament that was a lot of exposure for you. You got a lot of love in the Twitch chat and the Smite community. Are you are you aware that if you keep if you just keep going the way you're going, you might get asked to come to Atlanta. Well, the the, uh, the crazy thing is the SEC team actually um, would normally, if it wasn't for everything that's happened, you know, the, the big C uh, that we won't talk about, um, if that hadn't happened, the, the plan was actually for us to go to land to cast all of the uh, SEC finals and playoff events, as well as uh, the wildcard event that led to Belt Slap and uh, the Mind the Gap team making their way to Worlds. And we were also supposed to be flown out to work uh, Worlds in person uh, in Georgia. So I'm like super upset about everything that's uh, <laughs> that's happened, but hopefully... Uh, that won't change, and this year, if things get better, we'll we'll be able to to go out there in person, which will just be great. We're planning on going go karting. Nice, nice. Go <laughs> go karting's all right. I I was really, yeah, I would have wanted to see that because I think it would have provided like the greatest juxtaposition in Smite casting history with you standing next to Mifflin. Uh, you you are very well dressed guy. Have you? Can you recommend him a tailor? That it, it Mifflin was having a little trouble with his suits. I'm not saying the guy didn't do a great job, but Blaze, you are yeah. I think yeah, it, notably if, if the best dressed up, caster. If you look up dapper in the motherfucking dictionary, Blaze's picture is next to it. Whatever the opposite of dapper is, Mifflin's picture is next to it. Hey, listen, Mifflin, he he <laughs> he, he tried. He cleaned up real well for uh, for Worlds. I I particularly loved the the pink marshmallow look that he had for for day one. Um, he he just looked so beautiful, and the the whole team, to be fair, really put it together. Um, for for SWC week proper when uh, when the the actual games started pouring out from the the SPL teams, but I, I just got to like some some personal favorites of mine were as I said Marshmallow Mifflin, um, Marshmallow. John and his whole all of John's suits were just so nice 
and they they really suited him and for the most baffling reason dave just could not find a tie that wasn't the same color (laughs) as his shirt and i love it and i also hate it like i want to see the tie dave don't hide it from me by camouflaging it into your shirt so there you go I, I saw a picture. Mifflin's good shit. Like, I don't like when I like when I make fun of him. Obviously, like, I'm not like I mean like nothing bad behind it. But I kind of want to go and like get tailored for like a three quarter arm suit. Like, I just need one. <laughs> <laughs> I on multiple occasions during uh, SWC week, I noticed Mifflin's like ties being either like over his shoulder or crooked. Like, cause he, I'm pretty sure he wore a bow tie uh, once or twice. And I just remember thinking to myself, he's doing this on purpose. This is just his way <laughs> of making up for the fact that his pictures weren't in the background to tilt uh, everyone in the audience who has OCD. So now he's just using his clothes to do it. And that, that's all I could think of for the entire tournament. <laughs> oh, Hoosier was shit. upset about the tie. He's like, the tie's over the shoulder. You know what that means? I'm like, Hoosier, I have no idea what that means. He goes, he just went to take a pee. I was like, I've never flipped my tie over my shoulder when I took a piss, but oh, if that's what it means, so I guess somebody should help him out. Could have meant he was, you know, snacking on ribs or something. You know? Hoosier went directly to... <laughs> so, Blazy, I saw a picture on Twitter the other day. And you seem to have a lot of ties. Mm. I think I saw 18. Yeah, I think you had 18 on at one point. What was what was that about? Okay, so um, I, I've kind of cultured this uh, image of Blazy the tie guy, right? The tie's always been my brand ever since I started on SCC. That's always been... I, I've wanted like an identifiable thing. So you know like how Hindu always used to have bow ties. Now I'm the tie mm-hmm. guy, right? Um, so if it's SEC or SPL, I'm wearing a, a, like a fancy knot on the tie. And if it's just a regular smite stream, um, I'll be wearing a tie. And the, the kind of, uh, as a content creator, right, you have to come up with, uh, ways to incentivize your audience to give you money, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Your income is dependent on the generosity of of your of your chat, and I want to make sure that I can give them as much entertainment for that support as possible. So, for every five subs that I get on my channel, I have to put on an extra tie. And up until uh, yesterday, we had gotten maybe like a maximum of of eight out of my I own seventeen ties, including one bow tie. So sixteen ties in a bow tie. And um, until until last night, we had only gotten up to like I want to say seven or eight was our was our record. And then like people just came in like heavy hitting with the subs, and it was like, okay, um, now we have unlimited subs and ties. Not uh, so it, yeah, it was just an absolute brain buster of an event, and I'm I'm still a little, a little bit um, flustered about it. It was just so unexpected but yeah we we had a lot of ties on and now in in penance for it i have to i have agreed to go shopping with chat we're gonna we're gonna go do a an irl stream um to buy more ties and i have to wear all of the ties to buy ties 
So I'm going to be walking <laughs> into the boutique wearing 18 ties, 17 ties, oh. and, go- and going... Uh, hi, could I look at your finest ties, please? I'm sure we could <laughs> certainly work out a deal here. You gotta, like, so try that... it on and be like, does this one look good on me? So, yeah, that's, that's gonna be an interesting um, event. We'll, we'll go with event, walking around my my town with an excessive amount of... of um, We'll call them scarves. If if anyone asks, I'll just go, oh yeah, it was real cold. And I don't own a scarf. So <laughs> here are all of my ties, I guess. That is going to be an awesome stream. It's going to be really funny for everybody that's not on the stream and is on the street and has no idea what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope it will be funny and not violence inducing. <laughs> I, I live in best. a pretty rough area. Um... It's not like London levels of of rough, but it's it's definitely no like Cornwall. Um, so I have just the worst image of someone coming up and mugging me for my ties for some reason. Like that would be a valuable item to them. Just just claim that they're Italian knockoffs, and then maybe they'll <laughs> they'll leave you alone. Keep your wallet in your front pocket. <laughs> It'll be hidden. All right, so before we get, we've got a lot of guest questions. Uh, we've got some questions ourselves. Before we get into the interviews, we'll get into our games of the week real quick. Uh, Nev and Depp are not here. Nev and Depp, Depp has here. been starting a new job. Pretty pretty busy. Uh, Nev is very sorry that she couldn't come, but a uh, you know the weather in the U.S. has been insane this week, and a, a mm. large a tree minute. fell in her front yard. Wait a minute, I'm here. <laughs> I'm yeah, do you have yeah, you have power? I mean, no, nah, dude. They got a battery backup running right now, just to just to, so I get on Audacity. It's powering the hamster, <laughs> hamster in the internet. <laughs> you were you were on stream till like four in the morning. Did you take a dip in the pool this morning to wake up? Well, you see, for those who don't know, I've had no power most of the week down here in Texas, Texas. Down here in Texas. No, I didn't take a dip in the pool because the pool's still fucking frozen. <laughs> I thought I thought I was done with this. I thought I was done. So, and vermin, right? You during the winter, I'm sure Michigan, all like all northern fucking Maryland, yada yada. You take the pool filter apart in the winter. You drain the pool a little bit. You take the filter apart. You fucking flush the water out. Good to go. Here, when it gets cold, the pool advice says just let the pool pump run. If you let the pool pump run, it'll never freeze. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work when the when the power goes out. It doesn't work. So it doesn't. At first, I'm like, oh, it's all right. It's all right. My neighbor across the street, dude. I'm sh- I'm 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 the only person in the neighborhood who has a snow shovel. I had to ask the wife where my fucking snow pants were. I'm like, I don't need to wear my snow pants are. I haven't worn snow pants in three years. Where are they? <laughs> I'm outside shoveling. One neighbor comes out and he's like, why are you doing that? I just looked at him. <laughs> what do you mean? Why am I shoveling? I ha- that's like a question I've never prepared myself for. That's not, a, that's not an interview snow? question. <laughs> 
So I, I was like, I, I looked at Shanna and I said, you know what? When I get done shoveling, I'll go shovel the neighbors out. When he came out and asked why I'm shoveling, I'm like, well, fuck, bud. You're just going to have to find out why I'm shoveling. Uh, you're not getting shoveled <laughs> out now. <laughs> so the other neighbor comes out and he's like, oh, you've done this a couple times, right? I'm like, haha, yeah, yeah, I've, I've shoveled in my life, yes. <laughs> and he's like, I've been up since 2.30 a.m. It's like 11 o'clock now. I've been up since 2.30 a.m. I've been dumping boiling water on my pool pump so it doesn't freeze every 20 minutes. I'm like, holy fuck, that's dedication. Mm. Meanwhile, the power is out two days later, and I'm laying there, and I'm like, I wonder if fucking Ralph is over there still dumping boiling water on his pool pump. (laughs) (laughs) Guy hasn't slept in three days. (laughs) So eventually I just gave up. I like tried to drain water out of the filter, out of the pump a little bit as much as I could. It was like kind of like half frozen, but I think I did enough. So, uh, so nothing froze and I don't think anything broke. We'll see. I'm going to wait probably a couple weeks before I turn the turn the pool on to see if anything how the underground pipes did. But like the other neighbors across the street, I was like, Did you do anything to your pool? To see like maybe get advice or whatever. And they're like, Oh, you know, it just stopped it stopped running. I'm like, what do you mean it stopped running? They're like, <laughs> oh, the power came back on, it's not working. I'm like, You just you just let it go? You just thought the power would come back on? You'd be like, fuck it. Let the water flow, baby. They're like, Yep. So, uh, <laughs> their pools. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for, you know, like in a couple of days and you're talking to Shannon and you're like, yeah, I don't know what Ralph was doing. You know, I, I, I just did that with the pump and you know, shit's, it's good to go. And Shannon's like, yeah, it's cause I've been pouring boiling water on it every 20 minutes for the last <laughs> week. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, shit, when I, when I came down to Dallas, it fucking snowed. Yeah, that was a sign of things to come, I guess. Dude, it was fucking negative two degrees Monday, and next uh, next weekend it's supposed to be 70. Climate change? <laughs> it, I mean, I don't know what the fuck sign of climate change is, but that's got to be one of them. Negative two to 70 in a week time span. Something's wrong. Um, yeah, so Nev had a, a, tree, a pretty big tree fall in her front yard. Missed the house, thankfully, but... You know, I can't help but think Mannequin Scepter got nerfed, and then overnight this large tree fell. I can't help feel what like that was Depp related. Excuse, <laughs> what Deuce was angry. Excuse not De- to record. Depp's excuse is like, I only played like seven or eight games. I'm like, well, fuck, bud. <laughs> that's still two nights of gaming. <laughs> no, I feel like that's a... De- Dude, imagine me. Why can't you record? A tree fell in my front yard. It's in your front yard, not on your house. Why can't you record? No, the the tree, the uh, the chainsaw the tree removal on. service is there right now. Oh, yeah. Never used all the codes, too. Nev did Nev send me, a, Nev Nev send me a, a, a message like, there's better pictures in Panda's Discord, her husband. And I'm like, Nev, I I believe you that a giant tree fell. I'm fine <laughs> with the tree removal service. You don't need to justify it. But, that's, yeah, that's a pretty big tree. No, it's but I know she wait was. Minute, Nev. Wait a minute. She was Panda's really excited. Discord? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's very, very small. We use it for Cody's. Ah. Cody's and other shit. They, they, but it's they, like, I think they created it to play. Um, they play some D and D type game. It's, but it's oh, not D&D. Gloomhaven. Yeah. 
Gloomhaven, that's what it is. Yeah, it was confusing. I tried to watch it once. Is that that, um, it's like a board game, right? Where where it generates the, uh, the game for you, right? I do believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I've never I don't know. played it. I only play Secret you Hitler with you... Panda, and he's always Hitler. Yes, Panda is Hitler. Whenever, uh... <laughs> You said you live in a bad area. I just feel like it's like hooligans from um, what's that? What's that movie with the green fairy and absinthe? Green. Oh, fairy Euro trip. Absinthe. Fucking what? Euro trip. Euro, Euro trip. trip. I just feel like yeah. you live in a bad area. It's just like soccer hooligans in the pub. <laughs> you like can't get That's beat up for liking the wrong soccer team when you walk I mean, through town. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. Like if there's if the so um, back before sea times. Um, every every week where football was, uh, <laughs> I was so happening. want the editor just to put it in every time now. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you would have these big buses that would come and ferry, uh, people to like pubs and um and at the university they've got a a big, um. A venue where they host like watch parties essentially for for the sports games. And you have these big buses that like ferry people to and from uh, this venue, like with police there and all, because it does get violent. Like I know that there there are the memes, right? Of oh yeah, football fans are violent, but it's true. They're violent. They have to be guarded by the police in case there's an incident. <laughs> it's terrifying. So I've... You, like you you joke, but yes, that's exactly what it's like here. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Green Street Hooligans. Yeah. Great movie, by the way. Have you ever seen that shit, Bryce? Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. Okay, the the yeah. second one's not as good. First one's good. Yeah, first one with Frodo. Yeah, yeah it takes the <laughs> ring to the volcano. <laughs> he takes the ring to a uh, Manchester United football game. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into games. Bryce, how are your games this week? I was with you for some of them last night. Yeah, if you can't tell my by my voice, I don't feel very good right now. Uh, Rick texts me <laughs> about five minutes before recording, and he's like, "Are you coming?" And I'm like, uh, "I know we said 11, <laughs> but I completely forgot that's 10 o'clock for me, and I'm still just like laying here under the covers. Send help." Um, it was last night was good. Um, it was my first. Listen, I'm not gonna lie when I say I I I hadn't been playing a whole lot of smite but it's kind of refreshing when you just like i i'm sure everybody got it when it, when the new conquest map came out it's like that refreshing feeling of like not knowing what you're doing slash new map i had no idea what it did i'm just loading I mean, how's that I any different from any other item. day though huh <laughs> how's that different from any other day though it's it's not it's not i've you know it it's gonna take me probably like fucking eight months to uh to figure out what the starting items are you know i I, it feels like every game i load in and i'm like all right so what am i buying all right so what am i bryce you're buying the same fucking thing you bought last game what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it was good we we had uh a lot of fun last night um we (laughs) we were queuing up eventually it it led into um to some shenanigans we started out fairly like uh, playing regular comps, and as we were winning, it it slowly devolved. It it started devolving <laughs> for me when I locked in Bastet ADC. Everybody's like, "What are you doing?" 
Um, <laughs> I walked in Agni ADC, dude. One of the fucking either. Listen, I still remember it, so I'm not gonna blame it on being drunk. But it was fucking. There's nothing, dude. When you get when you hit dangers, it's one thing. When you kill Heimdall. And he still sends you to Niflheim. Dude, I'm fucking ringing through the halls of Niflheim. Dude, dad. <laughs> in the grave. His fucking, he's on a gray screen. Fucking death counter counting down. I'm Agni, dude. Fucking boom, boom, boom. He's already dead. I'm just yelling in the microphone. You dead. Come on, <laughs> digger this bitch. <laughs> oh, it was great. I just started building pretty much attack speed everything. I tried building attack speed Agni. Uh, I can't really box the Heimdall that well. I figured that out. <laughs> Loki mid with the triple kill popped off. Uh, I made that guy quit with the Loki mid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Uh, I was a little upset. I tried to lock in Ymir ADC. Uh, the Kali support was kind of showing me up a little bit. I'm like, listen. This is my time to shine, not yours. Stop getting all the kills. I, I, I was trying to build all the, all the rings uh, to get my attack speed online. I, I wish there was a slappy slappy for Mage ADCs now. Like, I wish I could hammer a minion with the fucking big mirror <laughs> club and just see the lightning. That's what I, that's what I need. But yeah, magical we, uh, oboe. Magical oboe. We eventually um, we started winning. And we kept getting the same guy on the opposite team. And he's like, all right, I'm going to dodge a queue so I don't have to play against you. It just so <laughs> happened that our queue didn't pop. <laughs> he got against us anyway. So the very next game, we're like, all right, bud, fucking. I think Rick shot him an invite to the Discord, invite him to the party to get him some fucking W's with us, which is pretty fun. I uh, felt wait. so bad for him because he's like, He's like, I think he was like, man, that game was atrocious. I think I'm going to dodge this cue just to not get you guys again. And I was fucking with them. And I'm like, what, what if we dodge cue or what if we skip? And, but then the, then the game queued. So I was like, ah, I was just messing with them, but you know, whatever. And then our cue actually got dodged and <laughs> him on his own, he actually skipped the cue. So we just ended up with him again. Oh, poor guy. He probably, I, I felt bad. He probably thought that we skipped the queue <laughs> to make sure we got with him. I was like, dude, I promise we got dodged, man. It wasn't, it wasn't a thing. But then he got, he got in on the shenanigans. He joined the discord and started playing Persephone and Kali support. Yeah. It, dude, so that we, takes a lot of balls to like join a discord with four people you don't know. And you're like, I'm locking up Persephone support. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I gotta give it to him. I, I'm gonna show my skill to these four random people I don't know. He's like, nope. Persephone support, lock it in. Granted, <laughs> Persephone Fucking support. It, but. If Persephone fro fro Persephone support in the lane where Night Brights here at uh, ADC. The uh, the lane didn't go very well for them. But we won the game. But we won the game. Oh fucking nightlight! Nightlight was with us hanging out. It was it was a good time. Um, yeah, I just had fun trolling pretty much. Blink blink sprint eight uh, neath. It's always fun to be like, <laughs> all right, let's get out of here, boys, and you sprint as the ADC. 
Let's go. Wheels up. Uh, okay, but like blink, blink sprint neath is one thing, right? But I don't think any hunter will get quite as BM as blink sprint Artemis, right? Like th- there's there's oh. getting blinked on by neath, and then there's getting blink drop shipped by Tusky, right? You just don't recover <laughs> from that. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that fucking lore. I feel like it does half your health sometimes. <laughs> like why? Tusky's a good boy. You leave him alone. <laughs> Well, yeah, I hate when like you're chained that. through the jungle and Artemis ults, and you get you like Artemis will ult at Gold Fury, and some somehow it'll just chain, and you get hit at your T two. <laughs> that's the shit that's the worst. <laughs> he sniff, he attack, he protect him Tusky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty fun watching uh, the end game chat after the Basta ADC game. They're just like raging at each other. Like this person doesn't know how to play against Bastet. I'm like, do you know how to play against Bastet ADC? I mean, I just didn't die. And once I had some items, I just jumped on Oleron's head and could kill him. <laughs> what do you want him to do? <laughs> yeah, not much he can do. What about you, Frogger Games? Uh, So I've been playing a shit ton of Assault. Mainly because I've been in a lot of like four man, five mans. And uh, my buddy Arab Cowboy has been online a decent amount. Uh, haven't really played with him in like damn near a year, really, just here and there. But he's been on a decent amount past couple weeks or two. Uh, so we've been slamming the assault cues like we used to. Uh, well, actually, not quite like we used to. Me and him used to like play some assault like ten oh, did games you tell a, a story day. Last week about the fucking Kuzumba. I didn't tell any story last week. I wasn't here. Me and Fro, dude. Listen. We queued up at like 2 a.m. And bless her heart, Lovey was with us. She doesn't know how to play any single god except Bacchus. So we queued Assault and she got Baba Yaga. And she's like, how do you play this? (laughs) And I'm pretty much just like, you know, I don't have enough energy to explain to you how to play Baba Yaga at 2 a.m. right now. Just press the button. I tried. I tried. Yeah, you did. So we got immediately the Kuzumbo in our game doesn't like our comp and assault. So how does he show us how much he hates our comp? Doesn't buy any items. Gives up immediately. Just is ready to lose. And then two people on the enemy team, DC. So we have me and Fro, a Kuzenbo not buying items, Lovey on fucking Baba Yaga, <laughs> and I think like Kyle. Um, One of the Kyles. Slash, fucking take a pick. Gems. Yeah. The new gems, slide, yeah, yeah, gems. And I'm just like, we might lose a three v five right now. I I I applaud the Kuzenbo because he didn't he didn't like the comp. And he just, halfway through the game, when it's like, all right, it's a 3v5, can we just end it? He stuck with it. He's, he's, he never bought an item. It was, it was glorious. <laughs> that was rough. Right. That yeah. was that was real fucking rough. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I am doing all I can. But these between the fact that they, you know, 
if people DC on your team in an assault, it could be it can be an advantage because you have one less person sharing XP. When two people on your team aren't there, only three people have to share that XP. And then combine that with a Kuzumbo who is literally enting and giving you kills. It's back it's basically a fucking a four V three. Right? And and you have like free XP just running at you. Like it is an extra big minion called Kuzumbo coming at you. And then throw in the <laughs> fact that Lovey doesn't know what the fuck she's doing on Baba Yaga. Bless her heart, by the way. It's like basically a three and a half on a three <laughs> versus three, right? Except they have extra minions and we have extra things leeching our waves. It, it was a real rough, rough thing to try to fucking keep up with these boys as they're just running through us. And I'm like, I cannot lose a fucking 3v5. Like, in my head, I'm like, this cannot fucking happen. Like It was I, like Hercules, King Arthur... Like, people who just press W key at you, too. It's like, help me, please. Yeah, they were, like, beefy boys, and I fucking forget who I was on. I was on, like, I don't don't remember, like, Shin Chen or Ymir. It was, like, a Guardian or someone. I'm like, I cannot kill these guys, and they can kill every single person on our team. God damn it. It was rough. It was rough. We did make it through. Eventually. Like, 30 minutes. Anyways, so I also have been uh, trying to play some more ranked. That has been going absolutely fucking terrible. Um, (laughs) I'm having fun. Like, I'm not, like, I'm enjoying my games. It's just uh, a series of unfortunate events pretty much so every time. Uh, Usually involves, like, one person being a salty bitch. Like that, that, that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm literally like one in six or one in seven or one in five. One, one of those for my ranked so Oof. far. Slowly collecting those L's feels good. I've played with who is at this point like a uh, Night's Owl. I've played with colorado i've done one with killer i've done one with Riggs. done one with enbright and they're all just l's yeah only w i have is the solo queue i had but fuck i've picked up two l solo queue also so <laughs> it's been rough it's been rough i'm trying my best like yesterday yesterday i was playing and this is at like two in the morning so that probably could have been my fault there but I was Chiron, uh, Chiron ADC. I had, um, give me a second. My fucking smite guru just reset and APIs under maintenance. God damn it. Anyway, I was playing with sweetheart, right? And we were, we were like dominating. Like I was beating the shit out of this who I was Chiron. He was on Ymir. Um, Let's see, and then Kuzumbo for the enemy support. And, you know, it was a rough level one, level two, level three, because Chiron doesn't do shit quite early, especially against, you know, a Kuzumbo and a Huyi. Um, but once I got all my abilities online, it, the snowball kind of started. And I get, like, fucking four or five levels on Huyi. But our rat is just being a salty little bitch and... Uh, started to feed and then the other lane started falling behind and it's like oh my god here it goes again 
I leave lane and I was like fucking three and oh, and then what do you know? I end the game and again, it doesn't, it's not loaded up right now, but I ended like three and five and it's like, God damn it. Every time <laughs> it's unfortunate, but yeah, somebody's you're, you're either on the team that's feeding or, or you're on the team that's fragging. It, no, very few no, I'm just on the team that's even. feeding, Rick. I'm just <laughs> well, yeah, on the very, team that's feeding recently. Very few ranked games are even at 20 minutes. Just doesn't happen. Like, this one was, like, on paper even. Because I was fucking, dude, I was farming my ass off. Like, in my lane, like, my, like, part of the map was great. And we, like, we had a lead at, like, 15, 20 minutes. And then so it just kind of slowly right? went away. Imagine your <laughs> and then we didn't have a lead. And then you got Relly Trelly in your games at 2 a.m. Hammer drunk going 1-8. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that, though. You, you don't enter a 2 a.m. rank queue without knowing what you're getting yourself into. You know, right. There should be a disclaimer when you queue up for it. It's like, warning. There may be warning. It's 2 a.m. You know this, right? <laughs> I feel like the rule instead should be you don't enter a 2 a.m. rank queue. Full stop. No no justification No, without knowing what you're getting into, but just don't. No, no. See, okay, so Sweetheart, he'd hopped in. Oh, Sweetheart is Night's Owl, by the way. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, <laughs> I thought you were calling me Sweetheart then. I was about to... <laughs> I was getting a little confused. Mixed messages. Uh, so, yeah, Sweetheart had joined, and he's like... God, I just got out of a rank queue, blah, blah, blah. It's been shit. I'm on a losing streak. I'm like, well, fuck, bud. Let's change that shit right now, right? I look, rank queue's at, like, fucking two seconds. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Let's get ready. That's that's perfect. Perfect coincidence, timing, serendipity, whatever you want to call it. We're in this bitch. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. You know, my (laughs) my confidence lasted, actually, the first 15, 20 minutes. Because, like I said, I was doing all right. It, 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 It didn't. Yeah. You, th- you thought you were helping him, but really you were just dragging him into the fro cues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cursed cues. Dude, like, even Riggs, like, there's there's a lot of us having a real rough time out on them streets right now. Like, Riggs was bitching that he couldn't he couldn't win. He's like, I can't win. I'm like, hell yeah, Riggs, let's smash those rank cues. We'll go get some Ws. No, yeah, we lost. Uh, pretty much everyone who's like, I've been on a losing streak. I'm like, hell yeah, fucking let's go get a W. We, we lose. So, uh, yeah, if you want some L's, hit me up. We'll play some ranked. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. That's a little rough. What about you, Boise? You got any games, any memorable games from the um, week? Well, I kind of feel bad now because I've also been playing a lot of ranked and my games have been going really well. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I should keep that. I'll keep that one to myself. I've been playing a lot of Vulcan recently. Um, Attack speed Vulcan? No, God, no. Come on. No. Come on. You gotta lay the fucking thumper down. Listen, the only way I would consider Attack Speed Vulcan is if Jimothy benefited from Attack Speed, which I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Jimothy is the turret. Just getting that out there. That is its name. Okay. I like it. I will will not be fought on this. Um, I'm I'm gonna lean towards Terry. Terry the turret, but Jimothy's fine. Jimothy. Um... But yeah, like, I, I don't know what it is about Vulcan. I mean, I do. He's just fun, right? Like, Vulcan is fun. 
statement. He's really annoying. You're to like play Nev, against. aren't you? You just want to fucking set a turret down and just <laughs> AFK. <laughs> I like, I'll no, see no, you guys no, in no, ten no, minutes no, when no. my turret levels I am, me up. I am very aggressive as Vulcan. I'm like I'm playing at their tower line level two, or I'm not playing Vulcan right. Is all right, all right. is how I feel it. All right. Um, but like you put the turret right in front of their tower, so like if they want to come like towards you, they got to take at least a tower sh- a, a turret shot. Do you um, speak to the turret? Are you like get him, Jimothy? Get him! I I I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> I the well, you gotta the hype phrase, the turret up, man. You don't want him yeah, to miss. Absolutely. Uh, the the phrase Jimothy no has started really. Um, becoming popular in my community because whenever jimothy dies i just i hit it with the big jimothy no how could they do this to you and then occasionally you get revenge by just murdering them in front of jimothy's corpse um (laughs) so that's that's been that Uh, i don't really know what else to say about my uh my games other than vulcan (laughs) goper Uh, will you check the Discord real quick? Is that how you spell Jimothy? Uh, yes. Okay. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna uh, need that for uh, description purposes <laughs> when releasing the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Jimothy's gonna have to get a, a little bit of a shout out. That's fair. Um, actually, in fact, somebody can I? I don't know if I can share this with you, but this this came out of my uh, my community yesterday, um, and I <laughs> I love it so much. Um, here you go. It's it's a reconversion of the classic meme of the cat up on the uh, on the power pole, but somebody pasted Jimothy over it. Just I see no god up here, except me, and it's <laughs> it's just beautiful, just and it makes me feel warm inside. Alright, yeah. so I'll get into my games. Uh, <laughs> All I can think of questions. now is like Vulcan, the turret stuck up in the tree, and Vulcan trying to get it down like a little old lady with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Alright, so m- my games this week. Uh, everybody's building Eye of the Jungle. So I feel I I figured I'd try it out on Erlong support. You ever just go one and twelve and you still think you're fragging? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Maybe not one and twelve. I kind of read when I'm like one and six. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I'm not doing good. But yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I was like one and eight last night, and I'm pretty sure I was told my team like, damn, this Neath keeps getting help. Like, <laughs> just. Yeah, I probably died to the neath like six times just by herself. But she keeps getting a gank every time I die. This is bullshit. You know, it's actually an awesome feeling when the reverse happens. When you're like, oh, my God, I am feeding. And you look down and you're like four and one. You're like, oh, I guess I'm doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) I had that happen to me yesterday in an assault. I was playing in Anubis. And I'm like, God, I am just fucking useless. And I look and I'm six and oh. And I'm like, oh, well, we can can keep playing. (laughs) yeah so one of the, i guess one of the one of the reasons I, I i saw genetics do this on stream and i was like this is me this is me right here because my team does not know how to hold farm for their support it's the most infuriating mm. thing when you're coming out of your phoenix 
and your mid is clearing back camps without waiting for you. They, I, I asked my ADC who was playing mid and casuals. He's playing Giannis, and I was like, "Yo, Q, can you please hold that wave for me?" I, he didn't say anything. He's in the middle of mid lane. I saw that motherfucking silhouette throw down his Giannis three so that he could run to their tower line faster and full clear the wave so that I couldn't get it. So I'm like, Malice. Give me, give me Eye of the Jungle. I'll farm my own shit. I don't care. I went 1-12, but I outfarmed their support. I'll tell you that much. Malice I was getting all their camps. <laughs> uh, we had our first... We had our first set uh, of the season for the Albion Giants League that we're in, in the Legends division. Uh, we lost 2-1, to one, but I was happy to take a game off of a team. So, yeah, you won the I game I coached. Ma- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bryce's advice was, there's too many allies dying. If you guys can stop that, I think you have <laughs> a chance. There's too many allies being slain. <laughs> yeah. The announcer was saying it too much. Less and less allies being slain. You guys might win the game. We took Titan with our last our last member alive on one HP. As the Titan hammers coming down, he gets the last hit on Titan. It was so fucking close. But this team, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a fuss about. It. I don't know if anybody over there in that league listens listens to it. But you're supposed to have. It's a diamond plus league. You're supposed to have two masters maximum. I'm fine playing against masters, GM, whatever. Like I, I've gotten used to this point. It, it, like, it really at at that level, it becomes a little bit more on the comp. Sure, they're mechanically better and maybe farming the map and all that. But like, I don't mind playing against that because if you play well as a team, you know they got to play they fucking put on their pants the same way as you do you know you you do the right things you can win team Two fights doesn't matter how fucking good they are <laughs> yeah just jump right in <laughs> but they these motherfuckers had three masters players and a s in an sec player from last year now when i looked at their roster and we're doing like theory craft and what are we going to prioritize in the draft tonight you know just bullshitting on discord throughout the day i pulled the roster at like one in the afternoon, right? We get in the lobby, and they have a new sub that got added that day, and it's Nesfor, who's a uh, who used to play SCC. He used to play on a team with Rongyu and Shinto, and I think Panatom. He was on like, oh wow, or before Sanguine came together, he played with those guys. And I'm like. I just watched this guy in GMQs all day. I, I had Trelly stream up at work, and Trelly kept queuing into this guy. And I saw the name, and I was watching Twitch throughout the day, not thinking I was going to have to play against this this dude in a comp set tonight. Uh, But we took a game off them. Did they troll game two? Did they play attack speed Ymir solo? Yes, but I would much rather win that game that they're trolling and be able to say, well, yeah, they trolled, but we're good enough to punish. Then lose that game. <laughs> like, we win the game, and my jungler's like, well, guys, guys, they trolled. I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking care. We won the game. They're better than us. I'm fine with that, but mm. we at least were able to punish a good team. But the the logic that was given to me, and Fro, we, we've got a little experience running leagues. This one was a new one. 
they're supposed to have two masters. So I put out a tweet, like, whatever, I'm happy that we won, even though they had a fucking three master SEC. Somebody's like, they uh they don't have they don't have four masters. I'm like, they had three masters borders and an SEC player. Just, the logic that was given to me was just because he's masters doesn't mean he's a masters player. I'm looking at his profile. The guy was Fucking in masters me, last what? season. The guy was in masters last season, but because but just because he's in masters doesn't mean he's a masters player. I'm like, I don't even know where to fucking begin with that because if you're running a league somebody's a mass it's literally the easiest that's the easiest ruling the easiest criteria you can go by is oh they hit masters okay masters player somehow they have spun it to not be that yeah so Dude, i think that I'm team bronze, is gonna be doesn't mean i'm bronze okay <laughs> <laughs> so i think that team because they're letting them stay, that's going to be our biggest competition. We're going to have to beat that team to uh, to win this league. So we've got our work cut out for us. But it was a fun set. Uh, Sobek is kind of insane. I love. I've been playing a lot of Sobek lately. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like he's just he's been nerfed a lot. He got nerfed a lot last season. Like think why wasn't he being played more? before that and that was one of the things i think that uh pk did a really good job of i think pk hit the like world's meta and, and, and i mean they they had picks you know the Scylla that nobody saw coming and now Scylla's top pick they won almost every game neil ma played so bad i think that was a big reason they won they they just caught the world's meta better than anybody else what if I told you nothing about Scylla has really changed except it her hasn't. popularity? Yeah, it, it really hasn't. It was one of those guys that, and, and you know, maybe it's because other mages got nerfed and other mages were better. And then it's like, all right, who's, they all get nerfed. And it's like, all right, who's, who's still standing. And Scylla's like, I'm here. I, I'm here. I still do a lot of damage. It used to be balanced, but now it's not. It's. I think it's something that we see a lot um, after Worlds. It kind of happens every year. Like they were talking about it a little bit during the uh, during the tournament, but kind of every year during Worlds we see this resurgence in Scylla that lasts up until around March. So my hope is that by the end of SCC week we won't see Scylla anymore and she'll be gone, or she's become so popular that they now need to nerf her into the ground and then we don't see Scylla anymore yay it's a win-win <laughs> yeah I think I, th- I think that also helps with uh with Scylla just being a really f- I think she's fun to play but I think she's also one of she's one of those fan favorite gods that you know I, I, I don't know people want a reason to pick her right so once they see Paul doing it and playing it every game at Worlds, people are like, oh, yes, I can play Scylla now and not, you know, get flamed by teammates or not feel like I'm not doing anything. And it's almost like, I mean, that's well, Yanis. You just explained Yanis, not Scylla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've seen yep. so many Yanis's since his change. <laughs> yeah, Yanis is kind of good right now. But yeah, I, I don't know. So Sobek is there for me right now. 
if uh, if we're up there, it's like Sobek or Ymir. I don't think. I mean, Kepri's good, and I like Yamoja, but I don't think either one of them are like really my style of support. Mm. So I, I want to be able to, I want to be able to, to W key and make a lot of impact and fight and be able to run at people. Backline, backlining is not really my forte. See, <laughs> go figure. I- I would argue that Yamoja is kind of the the great hybrid support, right? Like she can very much be that W key. I'm gonna run at you oh, and yeah. murder you, or she can be the most supportive tank in the world. And I think that's one of the reasons why she's so strong, right? Because if you're ahead, you can push that lead and you can W key it. But if you're behind, you can still play to that um, really defensive. I'm gonna heal you. I'm gonna drop ship people away from you and I'm gonna drop ship you away from people and I <clears throat> I don't know I, I think uh Yamoja in general is just really really cool the, oh yeah that and if you do have the back line because uh in combat healing is basically buffed as shit right now mm. uh combat healing is doing really well speaking of now okay I so I've I guess I have two favorite types of supports Supports that can W key or make a lot of impact and, and be able to walk up in fights and, and and have I guess have a big impact on the on the team fight without having to sacrifice too much like Ymir and Sobek. And then there's my other favorite type of support, and that's supports that can clear their own back camps. Mm-hmm. Uh Guan Yu is one of them. And if you guys are having trouble maybe carrying ranked games, you get support, you don't want to be there. Or you just want to be, you know, maybe it's not even ranked. You just want to be really aggressive. Shifter shield on physical supports is kind of nuts. I uh, ran it on Guan, Erlong, Fenrir this week. Shifter shield is really fucking good right now. And you, once you get that item online, you can clear any camp you want by yourself. It's great. You don't have to worry about teammates holding waves or that you're leeching too much. Your mid died at level one, so he's got to get his solo farm. You don't have to worry about that shit. Just be able to clear your own camps. That's, That's my next fair. favorite support. <laughs> That's fair. And la- not- last game I want to... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go on, please. <laughs> last game I want to talk about. Last game of the night last night. We had Bryce fucking missing water hands on the Hebo. Old thing red buff. All I got that a shit. I had bananas. <laughs> I played Herc mid, and their raw thought that he was going to... He got pressure, right? So he's like, ah, yeah, fuck this Hercules. I got him. So he pushes my wave to tower line. Bitch, that's where I want you to be. <laughs> he goes to put his his one into the wave, and he's standing right there in that... It, it, right where probably good players don't want to be against a Hercules. <laughs> and I, try, I, I combo him. Knock him up, driving strike him into tower, and kill him at what a, a minute into the game. Hit the weights, <laughs> dude. It's still I don't know when hitting the weights. The VW Blazy on uh, Herc skin with the 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 beach Herc skin. He fucking hammers the ground. I don't know when it's gonna stop being funny to me. I giggle like it's the first <laughs> time every single time, and I'm just like having. The way, so our buddy Niz, I don't know how he does it. He's got his, like, macro, but he can basically, too, 
hit the weights and then push me one. It's so fucking funny to watch. Yeah, he hits, he hits the weights right in the middle of the knockout before he's even hitting them. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but <laughs> we were hitting some weights last night. I built crit Hercules with Hydras, and I was critting people for 1,200. If you guys yeah. haven't tried that, it's it's hilarious. But those are some really fun games last night. We trolled a lot. We tried out some shit. Merc Solo was uh, was another fun one. Uh, but that's pretty much my games of the week. So let's get into our interview segment and finding out a little more about Blazy Bard. Hi. <laughs> so can you sing for I us? I guess the first thing. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, that that's a good point. So we we talked about uh you know SCC caster and streamer on the Smite Game channel, but you're also a musician. Mm. and i've seen you got some covers on youtube you got a pretty fleshed out youtube channel so i think it's fair to call you a, a you know a youtube a content creator at this point uh Maybe. what's your <laughs> so so where's the name blazy bard come from is that a is that a dnd thing is it just a musician thing is it a little bit of both um so i actually only recently changed my name um up until maybe a couple weeks before starting on SCC, um, I had been going by Killer Blaziken for like, God, like mm-hmm. since I was thirteen. So I guess like eight, seven years ago. Um, I, feel, I feel that I used to be Explosive Pants, and then you know, I had to change <laughs> the name a little bit. Um, yeah, but then. I, a friend of mine, my my housemate, actually got into my head a lot about copyright, um, and uh, as someone who wanted to, you know, to to come down this path of being uh, a content creator, um, there's one company that you don't want to to piss off with copyright stuff, you know, and that's Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. I, I kind of decided to take my my brand and and go as far away from Pokemon as I could while still maintaining the the kind of identity of of that so um so the the blaze the blazy in my name comes from obviously blazer kin um and blazy is just that but shorter um it's what it people is called me anyway yeah it, it's a pokemon um and then bard did come from the fact that i i do a lot of music um music has always really been a part of my of my stream of my life so Bard just kind of felt really uh, appropriate there, and um, yeah, that's that's how the name came about, pretty much. Okay. And then a week later, I got a message from Orberin saying, "Hey, so we're about to put the uh, the announcement out for the SCC team. Do you want me to to credit you as Killer Blaziken or Blazybard?" And I was like, "Uh, maybe use the the not copyrighted one." She was like, "Okay," and then it it, it just kind of stuck, and now here we are. It's pretty good timing. Yeah, so I think it's... it would have been hard, a lot harder to do afterwards. So you mm. know, you're like, you know what? I'm doing this new name. You know, well, yeah. Let's get let's <laughs> get this uh, announcement out with that and now. And now people know you as Blazy Bard. I, yeah, I, that was uh, th- that kind of leads into my next question. So forgive me for not knowing, but I hadn't really I didn't I didn't know who you were before that SEC announcement went out. I I knew who some of the others were. Maybe it's just like a you, you being EU and it, you know, I definitely didn't see you in in games, I don't think. 
No. So, uh, what what I, were you I doing don't... before that? I don't blame you at all. Um, so I, I'm, I'm pretty new to to Smite content creation. I've been around at the scene since uh, end of beta, start of season one. Um, just as someone who's been watching, and then around season three, I got into uh, the amateur competitive scene. You know, just just playing scrims and stuff. Not really any major tournaments. Um, played in a couple combines back when smite combine was a thing which is now soc um it is what you would call it so no, nothing major um and then uh, around 2017 i want to say 2018 i got introduced to cast uh, to coaching um so I, I moved into coaching and, and had a little bit more success there and it wasn't until um the end of my first year coaching that I got approached by someone from Volpus Esports who, um, mm-hmm. y- you yeah. might've heard of them. They're, they're a pretty big, um, tournament organizer in the, in the Spike community, but their, their then head caster trouble gum, uh, hit me up and he was like, Hey, you have a really nice voice and you're, you're very well presented. Did you ever think about casting? And I'm, I'm a performing arts student. I, I don't know if you could tell by how flamboyant I am and just <laughs> nonsensical. Um, but I've been doing PA since I was three years old. So, um, well, you can. This is uh, 2021 here, bud. We're not going to assume a flamboyant person does theater, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. That's perfectly fair. Sorry. Very progressive of you. My bad. Um <laughs> But no, uh, so it's it's very much, you know, being in front of a camera, being um, articulate, being vocally uh, capable is is all things that are already on my resume. And um, so I, I tried casting and I just, I fell in love with it. It was so much fun um, getting to, to talk about a game that I love and watching uh players who are really good at the game play the game at a high level and being able to be the person who can translate that into a medium that someone who doesn't necessarily understand hey this is really high level gameplay um i i can translate that game for them and and kind of make it easier for them to understand hey this is really cool. You should be excited about this. You should be excited about the uh, the blink two man stun that that Geb just got, or the uh, the three man cavalry charge that that Guan just landed. You know, it, it's yeah. It, so it, that that was just a big rush for me, and um, I, I kind of grinded that out for a year or two, and then uh, college got a lot. Um, I was just finishing up my A levels, which is like uh, end of high school kind of stuff for for you guys high school finals so i moved away from smite um and then uh i kind of lost my interest for uh theater and musical theater because of my course i had such a terrible experience um with that group of people and with that environment that i was looking for something else to do and then the university that i'm i'm at at the moment had uh, was advertising the first year of its esports course which um, it was esports business and events management. So it was a little bit of everything. And in that, there was a module forecasting and hosting. And I, I kind of really felt drawn to it. So I came to uni. I started playing a lot more Smite, started streaming a lot more often, um, got back into casting CSGO uh, with the university leagues. And then I got drawn back into Smite last year. Um, 
through Volpus again, and yeah, I, I was able to work out a lot of the things that I wasn't very good at, um, namely working with a co-caster, thanks to um, the the one, I'm going to give Seta a shout out here, the, uh, the wonderful um, talent manager at uh, Volpus, who introduced me to Supersonic Blur, and me and Blur got off to a great start, and thanks to him... <laughs> Uh, genuinely, I, I can't thank Blur enough because without Blur telling me, I wouldn't have seen um, or heard that J-Mac was, uh, J-Mac being the um, head of the, the SEC team. Um, I, I wouldn't have heard that he was recruiting casters. I wouldn't have sent in my application. I wouldn't have made a new caster reel. And I wouldn't be where I am today. So, it, yeah, just a whole bunch of really... Um, wonderful people and uh dominoes that really fell into place for me and then scc was really as, as you said rick I, I don't blame anyone for for not hearing of me before then because i wasn't really uh, a big person in the scene i just kind of streamed smite to uh to a handful of people every now and then and then scc happened and now things are pretty crazy and I have a career and like a fan base and I get to work with so many cool people, not only on the SEC team, but also the SPL casters we get to collaborate with on uh, playoff events and at Worlds. I get to work with Orverin, um, our wonderful esports brand manager at Hi-Rez and they're just all such incredible people and yeah, that's that's kind of where I am now. I kind of elaborated on that question a lot. I'm really sorry. No, 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 no. Was, I, <laughs> I, no, I loved it. Uh, it's that's exactly what I would. That's a very in depth answer. That's what I was looking for. Uh, we know a good bit of those people. Bryce, do we know SSB? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if if in training or anything, <laughs> uh, Blazy. Did SSB tell you about Big Rick Energy by chance? I, you know, I that does ring a bell. I might have, I might remember that from something that he said. That sounds like something that that blood would say. SSB used to cast a lot of the games that I played in, and mm. uh, I I always enjoyed the uh, I always enjoyed the broadcast. I think listening to you and SSB on on a on a game would be of course really you fun. fucking enjoyed the broadcast. If you will, he sucked your dick over the internet. <laughs> Every listen, oh, man, I was fragging. Like energy. I'm like, Rick's walking to lane SSB. I don't know what he I did. I was fragging. What do you mean? <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to win this, the uh, OCL Season 1 championship without my guy SSB up there on the, uh, you know, in the sky watching down Yo, on me, giving me, giving me big listen, Rick energy. Caster's hyping you up can, can be a lot, you know? Like, just hearing that somebody's, like, really recognizing a play that you made is it can really help boost you up. I, you know, I hear that all the time from players. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I was kind of feeling a bit iffy, and then <clears throat> I, I listened to the uh, the broadcast back, and uh, someone was hyping me up, and I was like, oh, okay, hell yeah, let's go. And yeah, that's what so, so I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, but that actually is uh, really cool, and it, I, I, from what I've seen, couldn't happen on a nicer guy. It's been cool that uh, all this has kind of taken off for you. You get you get to work with the people that that I would want to work with. I mean, you get to talk mm. to Avi. You get to you get to Shout hang out, out with Hindu man and dude. What? So what, Bryce? You got uh, something to say about Avi? Dude, don't. don't don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> Like a, a little, a little uh, snippet that I kind of missed out of that whole story. So um, 
like I said, I've been playing Smite since beta, right? Which includes watching the SPL since around the same time. Big Titan fan. Um, big OG Titan fan. You know, Ataraxia. Kanye um, Kanye. Yeah. Love all those boys. I was devastated when Nate and Prime left the scene. And now it's just Twig. I'm just rooting for Twig. And Twig lost again in the semis. I feel so sad for him. But um, a a big part of of watching the SPL for me was Hindu Man. And um, a a lot of the reason why I got so excited about getting to cast was Hindu's influence. And he's really the guy um, whose style I took a lot of inspiration from. Because um, I, I listened to him a lot. And especially around season three when Agro joined. And Agro Hindu Man is still, honestly, probably my favorite caster duo. Yeah, um, I They're just so good. Although, I will say, John and Mifflin in the semifinals Radiance versus PK this year is probably, arguably, the best cast I've ever heard. They absolutely killed it. But that's, anyway, that's not the point. Um... When I got my interview for, for the SCC, so I'd just been talking to J-Mac, right? J-Mac, had, J-Mac and I had just been talking back and forth. Um, and then I was in the middle of a stream and I just get like an email from, it wasn't a stream. It was um, the Masters of the Elements Invitational, uh, oh. Content Creator Invitational Tournament that happened we played last that. year. I did. Yeah, we played in that. Um, yeah, I, I got an email from J-Mac whilst I was participating in that. Um, like, hey, would you be available today for an interview? And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do it as soon as I'm done with this uh, this tournament. And he was like, cool. So I finished the tournament, right? I wrap up my stream and uh, I'm like, okay, here it comes. Here comes the call from JMac that's going to decide if I get this position. And the Discord thing pops up, you know, when it when it, you're getting like a, a private call. It's like you are getting a call from da-da-da-da. It comes up with JMac comma Hindu man and I was like wait oh, what shit. oh no oh no so here I am freaking out and I answer the call and I'm like hello hi nice to meet you and then like <laughs> Hindu and J-Mac are there like talking to me and like trying to be actual human beings and I'm there like hmm Hindu man hello I definitely do not idolize you in any way shape or form. Um, hi. Nice to meet you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Job? Mm-hmm. Yes, job. Thank you. Bye. Um, <laughs> and then I spent about half an hour um, screeching at my housemate and my girlfriend about getting not only the job, but to meet Hindu Man. And uh, now he's my boss. And <laughs> it's terrifying, and I love it. And we get to bully the Americans together whenever we're in a call, so it's mm, yeah, that is spicy. That is true. You guys have to stick together. We mm. we've had him on here twice, and Hindu Man's great. He, I I don't I didn't see our bow tie, but we did have a we got him a bow tie for the season five championship, and he actually wore it on stream. I think during the semifinals, so that was a a little gift. And it, and it wasn't like a bad G tie or anything. It was a it was a a light. It was like a clear. Uh, you know, I had a battery to it on like the back end, like a mm-hmm. light up bow tie. I think Fro he picked wore, that out. He wore uh, season five and season six. And season six. That's, That's right. Wonderful. He did do it. But yeah, we love Hindu Man. 
Yeah, I mean, now, he's now like, Blaze he's, is going to expect the tie. He shouldn't have said that. I'm not going to oh. lie. Part of the reason I've been so quiet is because I've been searching for custom ties. <laughs> and holy shit, I didn't realize what a subculture this is. <laughs> like some of them, like oh yeah, you can't you can't just come order one regular old mm-hmm. fucking custom tie. Uh uh-uh. uh, not at this site. Like I've had to go to so many different ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Blaze, that, you have to get lot. to the you have to get to the point. I had a a history teacher in high school. And uh, he wore a different tie every day, literally every day, 365 different ties. When he passed away at his funeral in like where you would sign the books, there was a entire like clothes rack, like one that you'd see at like a Macy's. And it had every single tie that he had and everybody got to pick one. So I think you need to get to that point by the time when you're old and gray you got to be able to have just like an entire walk-in closet of like thousands of ties. You can't throw any out. You can't get rid of any of them. You just got to stockpile them and you just got to hold on until you've got one for every day of the year. That is the best idea I've ever heard. And I will definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> what That's we'll just it. Accumulate. That's we'll, every we'll every birthday, G1. every Christmas, every Valentine's Day, Whatever excuse there is to get a gift, I will be asking for ties. And then hopefully by by the time that, and I'm going to say when, because I'm being confident in myself, by the time I get brought on to the SPL caster team, fingers crossed, please, um, uh, I will have 365 ties. There you go. Done. <laughs> I don't know. And then I will wear one I, every day. It, it's something to consider if you, uh, whenever you get a house blazy. Um, I didn't take it into consideration when we bought, uh, our current house, but it may be something you could look into in our closet. There's like a built-in tie machine. You just press a button and it spins around. So your current tie can come to the front. Just food. for That's thought. amazing. <laughs> I, I have never heard something so incredible in my life. Yes, I will I will have one of those. And I will tweet about it every day. And I will tag you in it. And I'll be like, thank you so much for giving me this idea. This is the best thing that I own. Um, yes, yes, please. I will have one. All right. We've got quite a bit of guest questions to get to. So, But I've got a few more myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit about SEC coming back. Uh the, I mean, I know it's going to be a lot of work for you, and it is, like you said, a career and everything, but the SEC rosters, assuming that some of these good teams make it through qualifiers, the SEC rosters are going to be juiced. Oh, there yeah. are a lot of huge names in SEC. We got, you know, old rivals coming back, although we know they lost yesterday. Uh, but Primo <laughs> lost yesterday too, so you know I don't know. Yeah. But a lot of you know Baskin's gonna be back. Gino, Snoopy, you got uh, some big teams coming out. Uh, Fails and Arkel teaming together. Uh, uh, adapting is in the adapt the SEC adapting. This year. Raffer, Cherry, they all might play. And there's some other huge names. Sino is gonna be in SEC. That I, I think if you guys aren't if you guys didn't know who Blazy Bard was before this, any listeners out there. Watch SCC because it's damn near close to SPL quality play, and I actually think a mm. lot of those players could step into SPL without a with you know without much of a hindrance, and I think they'd be just fine. So I well, I, I was I was saying this last year to be honest, because there's like there's a very clear 
stepladder, I feel like, in, in Smite competitive play between casuals, SOC, like the high level of SOC, not just like the riffraff that join, yeah. um, SCC, and then SPL. But towards the end of the year, um, I, I got to be honest with you, I'm really devastated that Belt Slap weren't able to go to LAN because while I don't oh, think yeah. Yeah. while I don't think they could have necessarily won, um, I think they could have at the very least pulled uh, a set away from a team. Um, so like, it does feel really upsetting for them that not only did Trix Tank have to uh, sub out, they they got genetics, which I mean isn't the worst trade in the world, you know, trading a really talented player for another really talented player, but it's. You know, that dynamic genetics and tricks tank do have similar-ish play styles, but there's definitely a difference there. And also, you know, losing a, a member of the team, no matter who it is, no matter how similar the play style is, it can always be a shift. So not only losing uh, tricks, but also having to be on 150-odd uh, ping is just devastating for them. But I do completely agree with you in that looking at the rosters so far, I've only seen the Europe rosters. Um, I haven't looked at the, the NA ones yet. I was going to do that today. Um, but I I'm looking at some of these teams and I'm, I'm going, oh yeah, SCC is going to be stacked to hell this year. And I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. With how uh, it is so right now, I, like, I wonder if it... With how the scene is currently, I wonder if you could get good use out of going back to the NA and EU um, leagues SP instead of just doing the Well, they, they do it for SCC, but yeah, yeah, for, I, I don't know. I think they like could have done it, but with, uh, you know, in like the current state of the world of everything's going to be online, but it sounds like it's getting better because SPL will be on land when it comes back late mm -hmm. April. So that makes it that makes it a little tough. I think with the with the way that Smite's been growing, if um if the if the growth sustains um and there's enough money in the scene, I don't think they'll they'll completely revert everything. But I would like to see them if it would be possible. I don't know, but I would love to see them open a second LAN broadcast location. So have one in in say Germany, which is also a really big area for esports um at the moment, where uh, you could have essentially what they have now in Atlanta, but with a with with EU players. So they bring all the EU players to the, the Germany uh, place and all the NA teams to the other place. But then at the same time, you would lose the, the close-knit competitiveness that's in the league right now, just having eight teams. Like, I could pick any one of the teams from last year, save maybe Obey, but we don't, we don't want to talk about that, <laughs> um, and go, any of these teams could win, right? Sure, some yeah. of them are more likely to, but I could very easily look at a best of three between Obey and uh, Rival, uh, Rival, Ghost, and say, okay, Ghost are probably going to win, but, like, Obey could take a game. Like, it's not out of the question for them to do so, and they they have been known to just, like, take stealth games, and I think that doesn't happen with the old 16-team um, league that we used to have. Yeah. Yep, uh, I would agree with that. Uh, so real quick, who's your favorite god in Smite? Is it Vulcan? Um, Amaterasu. Oh, right. Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us. It was nice <laughs> having you on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Amaterasu was my second ever diamond. I used to be a, a, a solo laner player from season one through till season six. Um, Bologna, Army, and Nike are my three uh, favorite gods, uh, with Vulcan being there as like a solid number four. Ravan as well, also up there from my time in the jungle. But um, it, it's Amaterasu, hands down. I love that character. Okay. I wish. Well, who's I your liked her. Who, Who's your uh, football club? I don't watch football. Um, I I feel like in the UK there are three ways you can go with football teams, right? Especially if you have uh, like me, a family who's really into football. Um, especially my dad, my mum less so, but still quite into it. But you can either. 100% in, I'm with you, Dad. We're going to support the same team. I'm going to be just as fanatical as you. Um, it's going to be great, and I love it. There's the, I am going to be super into football with you, but I'm going to pick the team that you hate the most just for for shits and gigs um, so that I can antagonize you whenever we win. Or there's the, yeah, I don't really care about football. Um yeah, and that's what I went for because I wasn't brave enough to uh, outright hate on my dad's team. Um, even though I do openly now, we we quite we we joke about it a lot. Um, he supports Arsenal, who I quite often say are ass. Um, haha, comedy. <laughs> and um, yeah, that, that's about as far as my football knowledge goes. I'm afraid. Okay. You recently said. That popcorn was a soup. Do you care to defend yourself? <laughs> what part of that statement needs defense? I don't understand. I think the whole like thing. The I think we're going to need an explanation. <laughs> Listen, all right? Popcorn is a soup, and let me tell you why. So if you put it in a bowl and you shake it around, it takes the form of its container. You know what else takes the form of its container? Soup. You know what popcorn does if you try and drink it? Goes down your throat, because you know what else goes down your throat when you try and drink it? Soup. And you know what else makes popcorn a soup? Okay. I will die on, <laughs> I will die on this hill. Popcorn is, um, actually I only had the two uh, points, but popcorn's a soup. It's not a very high hill. It's not, it's, the hill's it's, not really. it, <laughs> But I will die on it. It's, uh, a, it's, listen. So, Blazy, next stream, man, you're <laughs> obligated to eat popcorn with a spoon. I often do. <laughs> I often do. It's, it's and, the same vein as uh, cereal being a soup, right? Because, like, in theory, it's not mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah, I've, I've often poured milk in my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but like well like okay by by I'm that I'm closer by that to vein, cereal being soup than Well than if you wanted to if you wanted to do it like that right you in in America right you have like melted butter that you put in popcorn right Yeah 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 That's what's the difference It's <laughs> just like putting milk in cereal but it's popcorn and butter okay that's actually a fairly decent argument. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll leave it up to the listeners. Got him. To, uh, I imagine there's going to be some tilt here in this. Let's see it in the Discord. <laughs> yes. 
knock Boise off the mound. We're not going to call it a hill. The, it's just like a little it's a mound. The sheer audacity of, of Pate's reaction when I told her that. Because I was having this conversation with Pate, and she, like, I just go, oh, yeah, yeah, ser- uh, soup, um, popcorn's a soup. And she was like, what? <laughs> uh, Alright, my last no, question I'll before we to the death. Last question before we get to the listeners. Uh you've told us that you were a fan of Bachi. How did you get how did you hear about us? Um, I think it, it's kind of just uh an ingrained thing, right? Like you guys you guys have been going a, a while now, correct me if I'm wrong. And it's like I feel like it's just something that you you hear about. I, I can't really put my finger on the first time that I heard about the podcast, but it, I feel like it was a while ago. And I don't watch every, I don't listen to every episode. Um, but I, I pop in every now and then check Same. in how you guys are doing. <laughs> Same from Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the, the most recent one that I, I was able to catch was the, uh, the Tiamat junk law. Um, oh yeah. Episode from a couple <laughs> weeks ago. And I was, I was listening to that whilst I was on my, my morning run. Um, on, on a Monday, so it was a morning run that transitioned into a trip to the grocery store. And I, I just remember hearing you guys just, like, rambling on. And I was like, what is happening? Yep. <laughs> like, I, I went into, what, what is this? I became, like, catatonic. Just so people have, have a, like, good understanding at the start of the episode where we're probably starting and where <laughs> we're going to end. And we mm-hmm. try to clarify right at the beginning that we're going to have a drunk lore. So everybody the, the knows where is, we're starting and where we're going to end. The thing is, right, I was expecting it to be, like, a regular opening and then a break, and then you guys come back drunk and then do the law. But what I was not expecting was what actually happened, where you guys were just drunk the whole thing. And that didn't click for me until about halfway through, when I think it was Nev was like, Oh yeah, I'm like six wine coolers in or something like that. And I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a bit of a, a tosser of an episode, if you will. <laughs> Alright, so we got some guest questions. I'm gonna let uh, like, Bryce some like some. British humor right there. Is that what that was? A tosser of an yeah, episode? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I did. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, British insults are great. I love them. I watch a British you. YouTuber. Yes. And I love the, so, sorry, defense. sorry, Rick. I don't mean to delay you, but um, the, the the beauty about British insults is that it can be anything. Um, it's all in the tone. So I could call Fro here. I could say, Fro, you are an absolute irredeemable chopstick. And there is nothing <laughs> that you could do about it because you've just been devastated and you must be now sent to the Shadow Realm. But it's all I, in the tone. Anything like can be an chopstick. insult. I like how that was your that was your uh, yeah, word. You well, I, I was eating miso soup earlier, and now there is there Not is a bowl of chopsticks uh, on my I desk. I see popcorn soup, and you eat miso soup with chopsticks. Got it. It all yeah. makes sense now. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's noodles in miso soup. That's that's why you use the chopsticks. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just on my desk. It was the first thing in my line of sight. I could I could do something else. You are an absolute teapot. That's not the word. Right? Lazy, lazy to say the word. <laughs> what, what word? You know, okay. the British word. The 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 I don't, I don't it, it's, it's banned. It's banned in America. <laughs> there are a lot of words that we have here that are banned in America. 
Like Wank Wanker is pretty um oh, not allowed over there. Like there, there's that one episode of um of the American imitation of the Inbetweeners. Um because you guys did that to two of our shows, Office and Inbetweeners. And in in the one of my favorite scenes from the Inbetweeners where they're driving past um a bus station in the car into traffic, um, and driving past they shout, Bus Wankers! <laughs> um, which is just the perfect blend of immaturity and vulgarity. Um, in the American one, I forget what it is. It's like bus turds or something. And it's just like, that's not vulgar or fun. That's just kind of childish. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. That's that's my little side rant over. Community questions. Go. Right. Yeah, we're well, going to have Br- Bryce and Fro read a few of these and try to, well, try to burn through them. I'll Fro's start off with the, the D&D history. inspired guest question here. Uh, before uh, from Lantern Twenty Five Green, before casting, do you make sure to use Bardic Inspirations? How many times have you found yourself using Vicious Mockery? Um, at least twice. Yeah, I know he cast um, Vicious Mockery like ten seconds ago. Yeah, it, it it happens at least twice per interaction with another human being. Um, as for Bardic Inspiration before a show. I don't personally use it, but I do give it to whoever my co-host is because yeah. that's my one use. Right, bards um, can't use it on themselves the either. So, well, you we can, but like I don't need it. So, you know, Oof. performance art has got a plus <laughs> ten. You're good. Yeah, you know. Uh, next we got Kyle asking, what was one of the most memorable moments in your experience with Smite? Uh, parentheses, playing, casting, HRX, etc. Um, oh god, um, uh, so this, this might not sound like the most memorable experience, but it's the first thing that comes into my mind. Um, so me and Mifflin have been having this, uh, this most beautiful relationship. Um, I love Mifflin to smithereens, and I'm so happy we get to work together, uh, through SEC co- uh, qualifiers, but... He came into Smite Game Chat once, and... Th- sorry, this didn't even start in in, qualif- in uh, Smite Game Chat. But we, we were just talking um, bes- behind the scenes during one of the SCC events. And he just goes, oh yeah, yeah I've got my perfect, perfect British accent here. It's um, Cheeky Nando's, in it? And it, it was just beautiful. It was so wonderfully terrible. And he he said it again when we were in a Smite game chat, and I was in a call with Orverin. We were playing some games together, and I was like, "Hey, Orvi, could you do me a favor and read exactly what Mifflin just put in chat in your best British accent?" And she did it, and it was just the most hilarious thing I have ever experienced in my life. <laughs> so there that's you a go. good one, though. That's good. Good behind the scenes, though. Something you know. That's the thing that comes in your mind, just having fun with the with the Smite crew. Hmm. The the Smite community in general, from what I've experienced, is just so accepting and wonderful and lovely, and I don't know how to feel about it. So, this this sorry, this is. Do we have time to for a, a mini tangent? No, we're gonna yeah. run out of yeah. time. Not enough hours in the day. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll save go my piece. Go on, next question. You. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? So yeah, so as um. As someone who grew up in performing arts, you get a lot of people who are real bitchy and really two-faced, right? It's just unfortunately the nature of people who do performing arts um, for some reason. Not everyone. It's, in fact, just a very small amount of people. But, like, 
enough to be noticeable. So, you know, being in that community for my whole life, essentially, it gets very hard to trust that people actually like you <laughs> because someone might say, oh yeah, you know, you're a pretty cool guy to your face or in front of you. But then like two minutes later, go behind your back and say to whoever else, McMahon person and go, oh yeah, I hate that guy. He sucks. He's so annoying, you know? So I have this real big thing of just thinking everyone hates me. And um, I, I just don't get any of that with with the people in uh, in the SP and the SPL team or the SCC team. Like I had my worries at the start because that's just who I am. But like after working with them for just a couple months, it's like, I feel like a part of the family and it it's just so wonderful to be so accepted in, in that community just by virtue of being someone who was good enough to be there. If that makes sense. Like, the, the reassurance I, I'm always getting is, listen, man, if you couldn't do this, if we didn't think that you were good enough to be here, you wouldn't be here. And we we really appreciate that you, you know, you have the skill and that you're here and that you make an effort and you're talking to us. And it's, it's you know, yeah, that's that's the mini rant. Um, TLDR, uh, Smite Community is awesome and I love them. Yeah, there's, <clears> very, <throat> there's very few people in the scene that have... Um, I guess like entitlement, like they always think you're going to use them for something, um, based on mm. how big their platform is. Uh, so the fact that, I mean, I guess it's my community small in itself, so it's hard to have that, but it, it's cool that everybody's usually inviting. Hmm. Boy, yeah, am I glad good. we're done with that blazy bar guy. That guy, holy shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. fuck. He's still here. My bad. Hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question we have from uh lord riggs uh, if you cook two lasagnas in two separate pans and then stack them on top of each other do you have one really tall lasagna or two individual lasagnas uh one really tall lasagna and i will fight anyone who says otherwise next question okay next question <laughs> um as a bard how many times have you gotten party members killed in a single setting how, how, um, many how many party members have you gotten killed in a single setting? There we go. I am proud to announce that I have never... Actually, no, that's a lie. Um, So, up until recently, I had a spotless record. But I have uh, my most recent character, who I've been playing in a campaign with some friends of mine um, in my community. Um, I've been playing a chaotic, evil sock puppet bard. Um... And he is the soul of essentially this world's version of Cthulhu, uh, trapped inside a sock puppet. So, um, he killed a couple people, but other than that, like those were intentional, right? So that's not accidental. So does that count, or um, like it doesn't say intentional or accidental. Damn. Okay, so I guess like four. Yeah. We'll go with four. Fair enough. <laughs> uh bryce do you want to take over coffin sure. monkeys uh coffin says pretend you're a magical being and many version gods are invisible to everyone but you and you could use them which would be your best friend and why with okay well uh, we'll, oh. we'll split up which would be your best friend and why 
So, so explain the question again. So okay. I'm a magical being and yeah. I can see the gods, but they're miniature. Yeah, Coffin's in the army. It's t- English is tough for him, so you got to excuse him a little bit. Uh-huh. Pretend you're a magical being and many version gods are invisible to everyone but you. It's like Pokemon, the movie. Okay, so like I can see all these no. miniature gods, yeah. but nobody else can. Okay. Yes. Who would be my best friend? Yeah, um, and why? God, that's a real... I, I feel like me and Apollo would get on just so... Just because like we could walk down the street and sing duets. Um... But at the same time, bards and other bards tend to get a little backstabby. So maybe not Apollo. Um, you and Apollo could do your hair together. We could. But I don't think Apollo would be very good at doing my hair. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't want to mess his up. Because I feel like if I messed up Apollo's hair, he would kill me. Yeah, Greek gods so, are kind of shitty like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, Ratatoska seems like a pretty chill guy. Um, to to hang out with, but at the oh, same time, like I feel the like he'd end up of the spreading face, like right, like that's though. the thing. I feel like he would end up spreading some real nasty rumors about me. So I think in the end, I gotta go for Vulcan because we're both chill. Um, he has a better beard than me, so he won't be intimidated by me as a presence. Um, and we can both discuss our mutual love for Jimothy. Mm. <laughs> Which which god would you want to keep in your pocket? Ooh. Mm. Are we? Are, uh, is this god able to use like abilities and stuff, or is it just for like chats? You tell. Can us. like yes. Can I like have Hubwa in my pocket and have him water spout anyone I disagree with? I like it. <laughs> yes. Like, is this like a that thing one. that I can do? Um, I feel like, oh God, who would be, this is so, this is such an infuriating question because there are so many gods in Smite who would be chill to hang out with. Um, I'm going to have to go with Nike because then I always win. Yeah. You get Nike passive. Yeah. I get Nike passive. So I always win. And also she seems like a stand up gal and, um, she could give me advice on what to do in any given situation there you go that's yeah there you go nike well it's good that there's a lot to you would want to hang out with so it leads into the next question which which would annoy you oh god um who would annoy me i feel like mulan would really get on my nerves she just seems really like stuck up like she she's really (laughs) focused on her job and i really respect that but like I just want to have a conversation and you're just talking about how much you need to practice your swordsmanship. Like we came to the cinema to watch this film, Mulan. You don't have to shoot arrows at that target. Okay. Like (laughs) you're disturbing the other people in the cinema. Put that bow down. Yeah, no. Yeah. I can really get into that. Um, Either that or Bacchus, because as someone who's been through university um, and is only just really at the end of it, I'm really sick of people being drunk all the time. Um, so maybe Bacchus as well, but Bacchus seems like the fun kind of drunk. So I'm going to stick with, uh, Mulan, but like, I like Mulan, but I feel like her attitude would annoy me. 
And then we got we got an example for the last one. So can you find a practical use for one? For example, Coffin would use Anubis in his rap and alt by his sliding glass door to kill flies as they flew in. Also, he'd put gutter sniper Cupid in Rick's pocket because fuck Rick. <laughs> fuck you, Coffin. Um, <laughs> I hate that I, fucking stupid baby. Um, Anyone hungry? No, that one's not. No, Cupid's fine. It's gutter sniper dang, Cupid that dang, I hate. Dang, 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 I hate dang, gutter dang, sniper dang, Cupid. Dang, dang, dang. God. Um... <laughs> I guess, like, so I have, like, a midge problem in my room. For some reason, midges just exist, and I don't know how to get rid of them. So, like, I kind of like the idea of using Bug Zapper Anubis. But, at the same time, I love snow. So maybe, uh, maybe I would use, like, Ymir powers to make it snow whenever I'm feeling in a bad mood. <laughs> Bryce is like Also... Also, like, if, if ever I need cheering up, I can have it be snowing, and I can have Ymir base skin going, hi! Just, like, every now and then to make sure that I'm feeling okay. And I, I feel like Ymir would also give good hugs. So, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go with Ymir. Ymir, Ymir feels like the, the best person to go with in this situation. Ratioed by Ymir. Do you have a diamond neath? <laughs> I do not have a diamond neath. No, I have... <laughs> What is what is my neath at? Uh, my neath is rank five, so only just legendary. Good question. Fifteen hundred worshippers on neath. That's all neath I heard. <laughs> Nightbright would like to know how your day is going. My day has been fantastic, thank you, Nightbright. I've had a wonderful day. I had my landlady come and remove this uh, splotch of mold that's been on the wall behind my desk for like three months. So it means I had to move my desk, which means I got an excuse to clean, which is my favorite thing to do. No, I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. I love cleaning. Um, so I got to do my computer's yearly dust. So that got done, and now my computer's all nice and happy. And my desk is all clean, and my monitors are all clean, and everything's clean. And then I got to just chill and vibe for like three hours, and now I'm speaking to you wonderful people. Diablo Slayer would like to know if you have a diamond Loki. I do not. I believe I don't have any worshippers on Loki. All right, oh. that's good, because the second nice. part was, if the answer is yes, the podcast just ends here. Um, <laughs> nice. I, I lied. I have Mastery 1 Loki purely for the sake of having Mastery 1 on every god. That's fair. be like that. So, no, I do not have diamond Loki, and... Yeah, I, I agree. If I did have Diamond Loki, I would like to be executed. Thank you. <laughs> Ash is coming in with, with some weeb questions. So, do you like anime? I do, yeah. Uh, what have you been mm -hmm. watching? Uh, most recently, the, the two things I've been watching are uh, Konosuba and um, The Rising of a Shield Hero. That's, good. That's um, a good one. I like Rising of Shield Hero. Yeah, like, so I haven't really been able to get into Konosuba because, like, it's funny, right? But I, I'm a big sucker for a really good story arc. And the problem I have with shows like Konosuba is that you can kind of tell they're going more for placid comedy rather than an overarching story that is satisfying to watch that's also funny. 
which isn't like a negative to the show, right? Because like it can still be funny and just have it be a funny show. But that's not really what I like. I'm only a couple episodes in, so I could be completely wrong. But that's just the vibe that I'm getting from it now. Um, Shield Hero, however, I fucking adore it. I love that show. Um, I love the characters. I love the concept. I love uh, the fact that we get to follow along with a tank main. I love tank mains. <laughs> they keep me safe in fights. And yeah, I, I'm a big fan and I'm really excited for season two to come out soon. And finally, I've been watching uh, Attack on Titan season four. Nice. Yeah, that's that's about what I've been watching so far. Yeah, Shield Hero does a good job at uh, making you hate some of the people, which is nice. I don't get mm. that in a lot of animes. Yeah, for for sure. I also like how it kind of like. So I don't like Shield, uh, Sword Guy, and Bow Guy. Right, but mm -hmm. I can respect them as characters. And what made that change happen for me from just straight up hating the other heroes to respecting them is when they call out mine during the uh, the duel, the the first duel in like episode I want to say episode three, um, where she like uses wind magic to essentially tip the the duel in Spear Guy's favor. Right, and everyone's like, "Oh, she didn't use magic. You just lost, you loser." And then like they came in and th they don't like the guy right they don't like shield guy but they're like yo so you clearly pulled some shenanigans and we're not okay with that um you lost the duel like that's you didn't win and like that kind of made me respect them you know like i don't i don't have to like them but i really respect a show that can write a character that you don't have to like but you can respect as a person uh who's your smite waifu Amaterasu. Saw that one coming. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like that's no brainer. <laughs> if you could design a smite skin, what would it be? Um, I, I, I know I've been really harping on about Ami, um, but so I've recently been playing uh, Okami, which is a game all about Japanese mythology. Really um, it's a fantastic game. Thank you. Beautiful game um, too. And I would love for a uh, white wolf inspired Amaterasu skin that had a similar style and design to uh, Amaterasu's design in Okami. If you can bring a god or any character of lore to smite, what would it be? Ah, see, I get this. I get this question a lot. Um, but I genuinely like everyone who I could think of is already like in the game, right? But I would love a god like Pan, maybe, or another yeah, god who's like a musician, like someone who is because Apollo's a bard, right? But he's his kit isn't really about music, and I would love to see a, a god with uh, um, a more musically inspired kit. So like, uh, you can play a song of of healing to to heal your allies, or a song of uh, rage to uh, to increase their attack, or something like that. Just like. A real, a real bardic style character would be would be my thing that I would like to bring in. I don't know if there are any gods that would fit that description, but that's what I would want. I like that. backlash coming sure in again. What's up? I'm sure you could find one. Yeah, no, for for sure. There's there's probably a ton out there. I just can't like put my finger on any of the the names in particular. Um. What's your favorite Gundam in Gundam series? 
I have never seen Gundam. <clears throat> they suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Baseball would like to know. Would you I rather slide down this. a cheese cheese grater? <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Would you rather slide down a cheese grater slide butt naked or kick a door with a nail in between your big toe and toenail? The fuck? Uh, why did why? he ask this? Why would I want to choose? Can why I choose is neither? Is neither an option? Neither is an option. Yeah, we can skip. Yeah, I would like to one. not do either of those things. Uh, is yeah. that a threat? Am I, I being threatened right now? I think I'd go I down the cheese grater butt side naked. See, like, how sharp is the cheese grater? Because, like, I oh, could just, no. like, avoid... <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Let's just move on. I don't like this question. <laughs> <laughs> Fro, you want the next one? Uh, yes, sure. All right, you're in an empty room with the Bot G host, Nev, Fro, Depp, and Big Rick. Because Bryce isn't mm -hmm. a host. Get fucked. Uh, <clears throat> you were abducted, and the person that did this to you is challenging you to survive a month in this room with only enough water to get three of you through. But there is no food. Who do you eat, and which one goes without eating water? Oh my god! All right, I'm gonna go what ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead, and I'm gonna try to just persuade you a little bit. I'm a fat guy. I can go pretty far without food. All right. <laughs> okay, but you're also the biggest source of food, right? In in that in that case. Yeah. Most humans. So you kind most of most humans can last for several weeks, in general. Mm hmm. And you're a scrawny dude. We really just got off one host. So. Well, you, you see, I'm I'm I might be scrawny, but I have a lot of muscle mass. There's, you know, I, I have to I have to eat a lot to maintain all this, and I get real hungry. Um, <laughs> so you're looking pretty tasty, Fro. Just just saying. Um, I like I don't know, dude. This is <laughs> what are these questions? Um. I don't particularly like the idea of eating anyone, and I feel like I I don't want to be in that situation, so I would probably let y'all just eat me. I'd just be like, here you go, Merry Christmas, have some high-caloric Blazybard steak. Alright, who goes um, without water? Dude. Um... It can't be me. I get really <laughs> chapped lips, and I'm going to make, like, until I die, you guys just have to listen to <clears throat> just um, bitching. Well, it can't be Rick, because he just said he it can't be him. Yeah, I'm going to be and really annoying the... while I'm going on my way out. And it can't be Nev, because that would be rude. So I guess it will have to be Fred. No, it's Depp. Damn. Depp goes for that. <laughs> oh, Depp? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Depp. <laughs> sure. Depp can go with that water then. That's fine. All right. And, uh, oh, I forgot to say who this is from. Good old teammate eight there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. I love you. Fuck hey, teammate eight. That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, he does have a second question, but unfortunately, mm -hmm. I do have to dip out as my daughter is getting ready to DM for her first time, and I need to go help her make sure everything goes smoothly. That's so exciting. Uh, yeah. Proud Papa moment. Uh, yeah, me but and I me would and like Bryce to thank you. Out. Yep, I would like to thank you, uh, Lazy Bard, for joining us. I've had a blast. Uh, so have I. It's been wonderful. And the best of luck to the rest of you with the rest of the episodes and these questions that we've been getting. Goodbye. <laughs>
Bye, bro. Bye, bro. All right, we've only got a few questions left. We really have the one and a half. Yeah, so, we're almost there. Do you got any conquest tips? If you had to give somebody a conquest tip, what would you give them? Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's such a broad question. Um, Like, what role? How, like, new to conquest are you? Um, I as guess a carry the most main. general as a carry main. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then this extra applies to you. Um, the, the most general conquest tips I can give are probably positioning. Um, if you can position properly during a fight, then like that's half the fight. Um, so make sure that you you're learning what your range is, how far away. Like if you're a carry, you want to be physically as far from the fight as possible while still being effective enough to hit the enemy team, right? So if you're playing Thoth and your team's fighting at Fire Giant, you can be over at the Gold Fury. That's fine. Um, <laughs> just as long as you can hit your your long range snipes, you know. Um, but no, in, in all seriousness, it's it's all all about learning positioning. If you're a carry, as I said, stay away from the fight while still being effective. If you're a tank, make sure that you're looking after your carries. If you're an assassin, make sure that you're trying to find those those routes around to the carries. Um, without like more detail on like what specifically you want a tip for, it's kind of hard to give just general advice. But I would say that positioning and warding are probably the uh, the two big things i would say yeah, who's your my uh, thing most would be hated god. play the map play the map Rick? my most hated god yeah sorry i was just gonna say play the map not not the enemy team play play for yeah, the farm for sure. play and the map. stop brawling so much everybody mm-hmm. wants to brawl but you do a couple right things you play the map right and then then when you want to brawl you just win for sure yeah it, who's your mo- most hated god and why is it baron he says uh, it's not Baron. It's actually Oolang Stink. Um, and <laughs> I don't like Oolang Stink because he's, uh, his kit's boring and his face is ugly and his voice pack's annoying and he's generally just a massive overall giant piece of shit and I hate him. End of question. <laughs> <laughs> no rebuttal, Your Honor. Uh, noob idiot Nev, one of the hosts that couldn't make it. Would uh, like to know, she said the other day on uh, Smite Game, you had a tearless conversation going on, and it was quite the mouthful of a title, so she can't remember what the tearless <laughs> name is properly. Could the, you discuss the Smite... said tearless? Uh, yeah, so me and my friend have been working on the Smite, uh, the Smite God Kit Funness tier list, um, which is the most intentionally terribly named tier list I could think of. Um, the tier list was um, mine and my co-hosts' uh, combined opinion on the funness of a god kit in a vacuum. So not how fun it is to play against, not how fun it is to play with a certain build, but if you took that god's kit and just put it in a vacuum for what it is, how fun would it be? Mm. Um, and it led to some really interesting discussions where we both kind of like... We both have gods who we really enjoy and both have gods who we really don't like that ended up in really surprising places for us. Like, for example, I am nearly a two-star Wukong, right? Yeah. But we put Wukong in the boring tier, in the boring tier because if you think about it, Wukong's kit is just three variations of hit with stick, right? <laughs> your yep. one is hit with stick but vertical. Your two is hit with stick but horizontal. And your th- your ult is hit with stick but with a friend. <laughs> 
The only thing that saves that kit from being just like super, like so boring is the fact that you can sometimes be a bird. Like, and it, it's, it leads to this really interesting discussion of, oh man, I really like that character, but that, that kit's so just bland or, wow, this character's kind of boring, but that ult is just incredible. Like Dunzaburo, I think was one of those characters for us where his kit as a whole is, it's interesting, right? But it's not like super cool until you get to the ultimate and like, the rocket is just so much fun. It's just yeah, so it much fun. That's like Heimdall. I like I can't describe any more how fun Danzaburo's ult is as a whole. And the fact that you can be a leaf and the leaf can jump, like that's just bonus points. Like yeah, that that's that's basically all there was to it. Um oh, there was also a a section just above um the the top top tier, which is the second top tier, which was the tier tier where everyone is tier. So you had uh, <laughs> such characters as Tyr, sometimes Tyr, um, Occasional Tyr, uh, Bold Tyr, uh, King R Tyr, and, uh, and so on and so forth. <laughs> I like that. All right, so tier, without, tier without going into everything, who'd you guys say was the funnest god? Or funnest um, kit. Funnest kit. Amaterasu. Shit, <laughs> you gotta pick somebody else. <laughs> uh, let me actually, because I'll, I'll disregard the the three I t- put at the um the very very top because those were Army, Bologna, and Nike, and Vulcan. I guess we had Vulcan um up there at number four, which is there is no bias on this tier list. Right. Okay, it's it only like- objective. Um, mm-hmm. but sometimes tier was at the technical number one spot. Um, who is Morrigan. Morrigan is sometimes tier. Um, and while I agree that Morrigan should be in the tier list with the other tiers, only being sometimes tier means that she's sometimes not tier. So she was in Funtacular tier, which is the highest tier. Mm-hmm. Rick, who would you pick? <laughs> funnest, funnest kit? Oh. Shit, I don't know. Um, Jingwei. You're both the worst. You're, <laughs> you're both. Um, if you if you wanted for uh anything any any other purposes, I'll I'll just put the tier list in in the uh the Discord for you so that you can see it. If you if you want to put it in a vacuum, Jingwei passive, you get to fly out of base. Nobody else gets to do that. Your one is a very interesting knockup that you can use yourself to use as a stim. Mm. Your two, okay, you get exploding crossbow bolts, and it, it, it's pretty simple. But I mean, that's still pretty cool. The three mm. is a dash that gives you stim. Okay, not, not not a whole lot there. And then you have a you have a fucking airstrike you that you get to go now. up and fly and do and carpet bomb somebody. Are you done? I, I think she's up there. I think she's up there. All right. So Nev asked, she quite enjoys your (laughs) musical interludes. Are you self-taught on the guitar? Uh, For the most part on the guitar. Yeah. Um, Vocally, no, but pretty much I, everything that I learned from guitar was like two or three lessons back when I was in, uh, I guess you would, you would call it um, not freshman, the, the, the second year of high school. Uh, sophomore? Is that it? Yeah, second year so- sophomore. Yes. So, so I would have been in my in my sophomore year, and I had maybe two or three lessons with with the tutor. 
Um, and then I, I didn't really take to it. And then once I moved to university and I, you know, I felt less pressure to do it. I think that's, that's a big thing with me is that if I feel like I have to do something because somebody else wants me to be able to do it or someone else is expecting me to do it, I will lose all motivation to do that thing. Um, but as soon as I'm in a controlled environment or I want to do something or, you know, I'm not really under too much pressure, I think I really thrive in that environment. So once I stopped having that expectation of, uh, in this case, my parents going, oh, why aren't you practicing your guitar? You know, you should be doing guitar stuff. Why are you playing games? Why aren't you doing guitar? You know, that, that kind of took all the fun of just playing an instrument for me like the the expectation to have to practice um so yeah I, I didn't play guitar for like two years and then I, I started picking it up again in my first year of, of university in my second year when I moved into uh the place that I'm in now I got a new guitar and I I play it a lot now just because I I want to and I think that's really really cool yeah, I would love to play the guitar, but I stick the guitar here. Are there any other <laughs> musical instruments you like to play or would like to learn? Um, so I play four instruments. Um, I have been playing the drums, which is my favorite instrument since I was <laughs> 12. Um, there, there's something so cathartic and wonderful about playing the drums. Um, and it has given me a sense of rhythm. <laughs> which I did not possess before. Um, so the drums are my my favorite thing to play. Uh, if I had to pick something that I would like to learn more, I... <laughs> so the realistic answer is piano. I would love to get better at playing piano. But if I could have a fantasy answer, I would love um, a hurdy-gurdy, which is like a cross between a piano and... <laughs> um, a harpsichord, I guess. It's like got a crank at the bottom. It's shaped like a guitar and it has keys. And it's, if you've ever played Sea of Thieves, then you've seen yeah. one of these or you heard yeah. one. Yeah. But they're just, I would love to be able to to buy and, and learn how to play it. But I don't think I ever will. And I have to come <laughs> to terms with that. Fair enough. Uh, so now that's your casting journey, which we talked about a lot. Uh, so... Mm. What what was the best way? She's also uh, learning the cast right now for the the Albion Giants League that I uh, said earlier. Mm -hmm. So, what was the best way you learned how to cast? Oh boy, um, watch the professionals, watch the SPL casters, um, kind of pick up on their habits, on the things that they like to single out. If you're a uh, if you're wanting to lean towards play by play like me, then uh, rap. Honestly, just get some rap songs that you like and just learn how to rap. Um, it is the best skill you will learn because talking fast whilst still being coherent. That sorry, that that's another a key detail. Pick a rap song that you can actually understand all the words to. Um, because one one trap I see a lot of people fall into is speaking too fast and it's like it's very impressive that you can get all those words out but i can't understand what the fork you're trying to say um <laughs> so make sure that you're you're being clear in your speech is another really big one um but if you're looking to be an analyst um just study builds look at numbers look at spreadsheets spreadsheets are a big thing 
Um, apparently, I don't know. I'm not an, al- an analyst. I can't. I can't do the brain. Um, I just look at thing and say thing. But if if you want to go into an uh, analysis, look at the SPL casters, look at the SEC casters, look at the kind of things that they want to pick out when they're not prompted. Look at the kind of things that they're talking about, um, and just go from there. And in general, uh, either way, having a, a a deep knowledge of the game is paramount. You want to make sure that you know what you're talking about. Um, I'm sure that's not a problem uh, for Nev. Um, but yeah, that's that's about the best things I can really say to to get you started. Other than just get some match IDs and just start casting over them, and okay. then listen to them back. I know that she's gonna take that advice for sure. And l- our very last question, I got two. How was it's it casting? Last. I'll make that's... it quick. We're okay. fucking two yonder hours oh. deep. Yeah. How <laughs> how was it casting uh, during the SWC weekend? Oh my god. Um I I can't like really put it into words. Like the experience of having seen every single world championships bar season 6 um since launch tournament and then like th- this is another reason I was devastated that we couldn't go to LAN, right? Because I've never actually been in person because you know i grew up with smite when when i started watching smite i was 14 13 um so i didn't have my own money to fly out to atlanta yeah um and watch the swc but like this year would have been my first year going and the fact that my first year going would have been with me going and working at the event like that was an overwhelming thought which it really sucked when we couldn't do it on land, but like even just getting to work on something that you've been watching, like I don't think it's it's necessarily wrong to say kind of my whole life. Like I don't really remember most of the things I did before I was like twelve, right? That's kind of when when I feel like your life as you will remember it kind of starts. Um, just wait until you get so a wife. I, I would ha- She's gonna tell you that's when <laughs> life really started. <laughs> But, like, I I would hazard to say that's kind of, like, when my experiences as a human being uh, started, right? Um, So so to have this thing that you've been watching, that you've been uh, enjoying for, for for argument's sake, your whole life, right? And then getting to, to be a part of that event as a commentator is just unreal it was just unreal that's that's the word that i can use unreal that's that's it yeah i can imagine that's that's like stepping up to the big show just wait till they have Mm. you on full time and you're doing and you're actually doing the broadcast dude one day one day (laughs) we dream we dream all right bryce what questions you got all right so in a lot of sports right there's like um i guess moments where it's you you kind of dream about right so it's hitting the game winning shot on the basketball court or fucking hitting a walk off dinger on the diamond. I would imagine casting a pentakill is like that moment. Um, I'm sure kind of have you. I'm sure you've casted a pentakill by now. Um, like what is that? What is that feeling like? Or did you have like what you were going to say if a pentakill were to happen in your head? for when it did happen i i did not and the the i want to say the only pentakill i've casted i had the unimaginable pleasure 
of uh, casting Belt Slap's final game uh, from this year. Um, for those of you who don't know, Belt Slap undefeated SCC champions the entire year. They didn't drop a set. Uh, actually, sorry, that's a lie. They dropped a set in split two qualifiers, uh, split two playoffs against Poppies, but then they won the tournament. So still technically undefeated, right? Um, and they ended their season, their entire competitive year as a team, with Johnny getting a pentakill as they pushed into the Titan room. And, like, first off, the, the, the thought that goes through your brain is, what a moment for Johnny, right? A player who's already had such an incredible rookie year coming into SCC, being uh, a part of the, the best team in the league. Let's, let's be, be honest, let's call it how it is. Johnny is the best jungler in the SCC last year. Um, and to be able to end off an undefeated year with a pentakill in your last game is already so exciting for the player, right? And from a narrative standpoint, that's such an exciting opportunity. And as a caster, that's that's your job, right? You you just tell the story that's happening. Um, so yeah, casting that was just absolutely insane. And I was very upset that that was not the last game of the day because we still had another <laughs> set after that that went to game three and my throat was already pretty ripped up after that penta. <laughs> so the, the second set was a little, um, a little more limp from me, but it, it was a pleasure getting to, to cast that penta from Johnny. At least you didn't scream deicide. <laughs> I don't think I, I did. I no, I didn't. I didn't. No. <laughs> and then the only other thing, so I, I think I think you're gonna do really good at this. This is like an inside an inside joke. So this question is mainly for Rick. So I want to see how you uh -huh. deal with it. Being a right, okay. performing arts person yourself, yeah. I uh -huh. I need your best Han Bats all up impression, like how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like the the noise it makes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know. yeah. yeah I know. Yep. Okay. Mm. So it's kind of like a fear, oh, right? And then like the, it has all like the the drumming. Yeah. Uh, in the how, background, how does the drumming from sound? It. Uh, it's like a. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna do it. Boo do bat, boo do do bat, boo do bat, boo do do bat. Kind of, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> All right, that's been a lot of questions. Uh, we'll get our let's get our thank yous to the Patreons before closing out. I want to give a big thank you to Wild Deathstroke and appreciate the thumbnails on YouTube. Uh, Aerosteel, Asbestos, Diablo Slayer, Baseball Bombi, Danny, Caveman, Neo, Coffin Monkey, Gilly, Colorado, The Big Red, Snorlax, Weatherman, Adios, Sir Embers, Freak, Stoff, Backlash, Sadons, Lantern, Bats Kid, Riggs, Dracon, Glenn Wiggle, Granite Boys, Camo House, Void vs. Void, and Bright, Night Bright, Night Light, Scion, Gemini, Batman, and Sandman. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for all the support. We'll be uh, doing some stuff soon coming up for Patreons. Uh, but this has been an awesome awesome episode. Thank you, Blazy, for coming on. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you it. for having me. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see you in SEC and see what happens the rest of the season. I mean, season seven, I think, was a huge year for Smite and Blazy Bard, and season eight is going to be better. And yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. 
I'm so excited as well. Thank you so much for having me on. I've had a wonderful time. What are the socials, Blazy? Uh, so you can find me on pretty much everything. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. That's it. Sound, no, SoundCloud is under my real name. Um, yeah, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Twitch. That's the that's the main one. I forgot that one. Uh, under BlazyBard, B-L-A-Z-Y-B-A-R-D. Perfect. All right, go check them out. Let's close out this episode. We'll see all the challengers next week. Blazy Bard, it's been a pleasure. Everybody have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Blazy, your turn.